0: You're listening to Comedy Central. A whistleblower at the Department of Housing and Urban Development is sounding off. An ex-staffer says she was demoted after refusing to spend more than the legal $5,000 limit to redecorate Secretary Ben Carson's new office. She says that the pressure continued for her to, again, quote, find the money, find a way around this legal cap of spending only $5,000 for redecorating uh, the office. She says her supervisor told her, quote, $5,000 will not even buy a decent chair. Wait, what? (laughs) Does Ben Carson think a good chair costs $5,000? This guy would be the worst Prices Right contestant. <laughs> How much for this can of beans? My guess is three million dollars. <laughs> Wait, that's a wrong answer. Four million dollars. No, you're getting it wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What is four million dollars? <laughs> Seriously, you can't get a good chair for less than $5,000, really? You realize you can get a sex chair off of Amazon that will literally sodomize you and it's $49.99 with free shipping. That's real, you can go buy it. You can go buy it right now. And now yesterday morning when this news broke, Carson's people denied that he was out there buying gold plated chairs. And that was cool for a few hours until this came out. The Department of Housing and Urban Development is under scrutiny and rightly so. 31 grand of your money on a new dining room set for the secretary, Ben. Carson. The New York Times reports HUD spent $31,000 on a new dining set for Secretary Ben Carson's office as cuts were being planned for programs to the homeless and elderly and poor. Ben Carson says he didn't know the table was purchased, but does not intend to return it. (laughs) You know, there are times when I doubt Ben Carson's blackness, but then something like this happens and I'm like, yeah, that's my dude. No, because that's how black people handle shit, right? You get something you're not supposed to, but you have it now. Like, the guy from Verizon will call up like, I'm sorry about this, but you paid for an iPhone 6 and we sent you a 10 by mistake. And he'll be like, uh, sounds like you up. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. So it turns out Mr. Saving Money over here wanted a chair for over $5,000 and then bought a dining set for $30,000. And now The Guardian reported that his department just spent over $160,000 on lounge furniture. Yeah, you realize for that amount of money, he could have built a poor person a decent house. Or three uncomfortable houses, whichever way you want to (laughs) go. Like, Ben Carson is clearly doing some shady shit at his department, and it might also involve his wife uh, and his son, I don't know. I do think this is probably why the secretary was so evasive last year when Congress was questioning him about his budgets. Sir, you have uh, indicated that there will be substantial cuts to the budget that HUD has. How much from housing vouchers, Mr. Carson? Uh, Rather than go through a quiz on all the numbers. uh, It's not a quiz, Mr. Carson. I have the time to ask you questions about things that you should have some knowledge of. Why would the Secretary of HUD not give the number, the amount that you're cutting from housing vouchers, Mr. Carson? How much, Mr. Carson? Let's hear your number. Mr. Carson. You're the witness testifying today. And if you want a moment to ask someone behind you, I would gladly accord you that moment. I, I, don't, I don't want to open the book and look at the numbers. <laughs> what? Why does he sound like a kid who's too scared to look under the bed? I don't want to look under the bed and see the monsters. Uh, so things are not looking good for Dr. Ben Carson, right? especially because it seems like every day a new scandal pops up. And we haven't even talked about the biggest scandal yet. This happened just 11 days ago. You see, Dr. Ben Carson was on Fox News for an interview. And I'm not trying to be funny here, but he farted. I promise you, we did not alter this footage. The audio is 100% real. Listen closely. You have a program that you told me about that really was or is the basis of this new WIN program. What is it? Well, it's it's called the Envision program. And you know, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, without a vision, the people perish. (laughs) Ben Carson didn't just fart loudly on TV. He did it while quoting scripture. Although, although, to be fair, to be fair, if you read the Bible, it does say, and I quote, without a vision, the people perish, brap. It's in there. But let's not let this hilarious moment distract us from the real issue. While supporting deep budget cuts to his department, Carson is spending lavishly on dining sets and lounge furniture and $5,000 chairs, which is not okay, unless... That chair costs $5,000 because it has sophisticated fart-suppressing technology. In that case, it's money well spent. This weekend was another big one on America's favorite reality show. As the celebrity president told another contestant, you're fired. President Trump demanding the resignation of Tom Price. The secretary of health and human services is out. It comes after spending hundreds of thousands of dollars of your money on luxury jets. Price spent more than $400,000 in taxpayer money on those flights. And it turns out he is only reimbursing the government for the cost of his own seat, $51,887.31. That's right. Dr. Tom Price fired from President Trump's cabinet for using taxpayer money on private jets. They were like, Get off that jet. This is the year's second worst example of a doctor getting dragged off a plane. <laughs> it's got to be so humiliating to get fired by Trump for being too extravagant, right? That's like Benedict Cumberbatch saying that your name sounds too British. <laughs> but, but you know what? For me, this, this wasn't the biggest surprise. From the time this story first broke, it didn't seem like it would end well for Tom Price. It was not hard to figure out how President Trump felt about this. He was angry, he was frustrated. Mr. Trump berated Mr. Price in the Oval Office yesterday afternoon for about two hours before then heading out to meet with reporters. Wow, Trump chewed Price out two consecutive hours. I don't think Trump has focused on anything (laughs) for two hours in his entire presidency. (laughs) Two hours? You know how long that is? Trump yelled at him for so long. They probably had to order lunch in the middle of him shouting at him. You idiot, I can't believe you wasted taxpayer money on the, hold on, yeah, uh-huh. Hey, you wanna go in on fries? Yeah, but no dipping sauce, not, no ketchup for you. And also, let me get sorry. I mixed up who I was shouting at. Okay, bye-bye. And you know the whole time, Tom Price was just like, hey man, can we speed this up? I've got a flight to catch. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Keep it moving. Oh, and if, you, if you're wondering how sensitive Trump is to the optics of cabinet officials flying around on luxury jets, well, uh, he's this sensitive. Well, we have great secretaries, and we have some that actually own their own planes, as you know, and that solves that. Yeah, you see? <laughs> That's Trump's real problem with Tom Price. He's too poor to own his own jet. <laughs> That's not how cabinet appointments are supposed to work, Mr. President. You don't pick a defense secretary based on if he owns his own missiles. That's not how it rolls. And by the way, by the way, check out the fire firetruck in the background. I like the truck in the background <laughs> when Trump is talking. It looks like he didn't pick up one of his toys after playtime <laughs> early on. He was just like, where's the fire? Where's the fire? Put it out. But look, but look, in the end, this whole plane thing may just have been an excuse because Tom Price's real sin was far more grave. It seems like Tom Price's firing was as much about his failure to get Obamacare repealed as this relatively minor private jet controversy. Obamacare does it again, another one. This thing takes everyone down, Price, Ryan, McConnell, everyone comes after Obamacare, nobody leaves. <laughs> you know what Obamacare's like? Obamacare's like, you know, in those old kung fu movies where the bad guy is like sending in his henchmen one at a time, and the Obamacare's in the room, and he's like, hmm, you, go! And then like, he runs, and he's like, yeah! he's like yeah, you, go! And he's like, yeah! You, go in, get him! And is just like, hmm. <laughs> Never ran. I almost feel bad for Tom Price though, because from now on, he'll have to think about this every single time he flies commercial. (laughs) He'll be on the plane, gazing out of the window, (laughs) contemplating his life choices, and someone will be like, Hey, are you Tom Price? (laughs) He'll be like, Yes, yes, I am. He'll be like, Well, I'm 24A, you have the middle seat, move over, move over. (laughs) Every week, it feels like another Trump cabinet official is getting caught in a scandal. Ben Carson spent a fortune on furniture. Tom Price used private jets like they were Ubers. And of course, Betsy DeVos has that scandal because she abandoned a bunch of kids on a school trip to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of people think she shouldn't have done that. But recently, recently, everyone has been talking about Scott Pruitt. He's the head of the Environmental Protection Agency and the love child of George W. Bush and a baked potato. (laughs) Because you see, he's taken cabinet scandals to a whole new level. President Trump is standing by EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt amid growing ethics scandals. Let me put up a list of all the other things that have come up. There's the condo that he rented from energy lobbyists. The, he approved raises, apparently, for two aides' salaries after the White House had declined the request. He asked security to use sirens to cut through traffic. He reassigned staffers after they raised concerns about his spending. He requested a 24-7 security detail on personal trips that racked up tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, okay, hold up, hold up. Am I the only person who was shocked when they went to page two? <laughs> <laughs> like, when your scandal resume goes to the second page, you're done f-ed up. Like, that's so much scandal. Even Shonda Rhimes would be like, okay, this is unrealistic, come on now. How much scandal for one person? I mean, this list is so long that the CNN anchor literally has to pause to catch her breath. She spent $120,000 on a trip to the Vatican. He hired 12 more agents, costing at least $2 million per year for their salaries. He has all these flights in first class, totaling more than $100,000 in the first year of the administration. He has spent approximately 25,000 for a highly secure soundproof booth for Pruitt. He considered buying a $70,000 bulletproof desk replacement. You're okay with all that? Uh, no, I am not okay with that. And neither should anyone else, right? The head of the EPA is spending taxpayer money like he just woke up in Chris Brown's body. Like, what is he doing? I mean, let's, like, let's just look at some of the things that he did, right? He spent $120,000 to go high-five the Pope, right? He also said that he was afraid that people were listening to his phone conversations, so he spent $43,000 building a soundproof booth. Yeah, $43,000 on a soundproof booth. Mother never heard of whispering. (laughs) And, And I'm sorry. Just just listen to this one, listen to this one. Scott Pruitt wanted to spend $75,000 on a bulletproof desk, which I don't even understand. What's the point of a bulletproof desk? It only works if your assassin doesn't know how to walk around stuff. It's like, die! Oh, where'd he go, where'd he go? Oh man, this always happens. Also, why does the head of the EPA need this level of security anyway? Like, who's coming after him? A polar bear coming for revenge? Like, just like, hey, Pruitt, you drowned my wife. Oh, and and surprise, surprise, uh, Scott Pruitt only flies first class, but the reason he gave is pretty great. Pruitt says he needs first class because of unpleasant interactions with passengers. What might be an example of that? According to the security office, an individual who approached Pruitt at an airport yelling, Scott Pruitt! You're effing up the environment. (laughs) Uh, you're fixing up the environment? What does that mean? First of all, uh, whoever said that to him in the airport is a hero, okay? And uh, yeah, he is. And secondly, secondly, Flying flying first class doesn't help you avoid angry passengers, because now everyone on the plane is walking past you. Yeah, it's just gonna be like a line of people just being like, you're effing up the environment. You're effing up the environment. You droned my wife. Ah, he's back! Why did I check my desk in? I should have kept it! And here's the thing. It's not just overspending. Everything Pruitt touches turns to shady. So shady, so shady, in fact, that even Fox News called him out. President Trump said he would drain the swamp. I don't look, Is draining the swamp renting an apartment from the wife of a Washington lobbyist. I don't think that that's even remotely fair to ask that question. Why did you go around the president in the White House to give pay raises to two staffers? I here? did not. My staff did and I found out about that yesterday and I changed it. So somebody being fired for that? That should not have been done. And so may, who did it it, it? it may be, there, there would be some accountability. A career that. person or a political person? i have to, I, I don't know. I don't know. You, don't know. A, you, don't, know who you don't know who did I, this? I think this is something that needs to be corrected. And it was a take mistake. take responsibility? By, it, was a, it was a mistake by my team. They by your get, team. Anything. So do you take responsibility for the I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. That's all folks. I bet Pruitt didn't expect those questions from that network. Like, he was probably like, my dude, we're on Fox. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Come on, you ask me how big Trump's dick is, I say enormous, and then we throw to a reverse, reverse mortgage commercial. Come on, buddy, what's wrong with you? Now, now before you get excited, before you get excited, uh, thinking Pruitt is going to be Trump's next weekly firing, uh, remember one thing. Pruitt may be an over-entitled, self-dealing cabinet member, but he's really good at being bad for the environment. Pruitt's saving grace may be that he's seen by the president and other White House officials as Mr. Trump's most effective cabinet secretary. He's started rolling back more than two dozen Obama-era environmental regulations, including Mr. Obama's signature vehicle emission standards and clean power plan. He also successfully advocated for the president to pull out of the Paris climate accord. You know, it's amazing how the only thing you need for Trump to consider you effective is to just hit delete on anything Obama did. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if the next cabinet's official is just a heavy pebble on a keyboard. That's all it's gonna be. Basically, with this whole scandal, Trump is like, folks, I know Scott Pruitt is super dirty, but thanks to his hard work unprotecting the environment, soon, we'll all be every bit as dirty as he is. Here's what I find interesting about the conversation in and around who's a burden, right? People will say, oh, this person took a tax incentive. Isn't that what Republicans always preach? That's exactly what they say. They say like, hey, we don't wanna make this uh, a money issue for you, so we're gonna give you tax cuts. You can take your tax cuts and your tax incentive, and now it's like, wait, so if the people did get a tax incentive, now those people won't be able to renew their status in the United States? People who, by the way, may have started families, businesses, everything, like you you may not be able to stay because they're just like, yeah, you you did the thing that we we said you could do, (laughs) yeah. And it's always interesting how they bring up like the food stamps and all that. They'd be like, these people, you don't want immigrants who are here who are a burden on the system. And, and I get, look, I don't agree, but I get the argument when they go like undocumented immigrants. But when it's a person who's here legally, and they may have used any top, type of system that's part of the, the, the country, it makes sense. All right, and then you look at someone like Betsy DeVos, who, uh, I don't know if you saw the news today, it was reported Betsy DeVos's family has one of their yachts, one of their yachts, where they've saved, in the region of $2.5 million in taxes on. They were supposed to pay the $2.5 million in taxes, but the way they've avoided that is by claiming that the boat is not an American boat, and they fly the boat with a Cayman flag. So they said the boat is from the Cayman Islands, it's a Cayman Islands boat. Even though they own it as Americans, they're like, yeah, it's not an American boat. It's like, I mean, it's gonna be parked in America most of the time, and we're gonna get on the boat, and we're gonna get off the boat, but it's a Cayman boat. It's like Cayman's Caribbean, it's not American. I'm like, yeah, this is the same Betsy DeVos who's like, America and this country, we're proud, and America, America. And then she gets on her boat, she's like, as an American, I think that we're gonna go to the Cayman <laughs> Islands. And I've been thinking about all the tax implications. <laughs> so you tell me who's mooching more on the system. Someone who's not paying the tax they should be paying, finding ways to not pay a $2.4 million or someone who's using Obamacare or a tax incentive because they earn $50,000 a year. I don't know, you tell me, you tell me. Steve Bannon, Donald Trump's former chief strategist and guy selling fake tickets outside the Billy Joel concerts. Bannon left the White House in 2017, but he has remained popular in MAGA land And one thing he's used that popularity for is raising money to help Trump build his beautiful, perfect border wall. Well, at least that's what he said the money was for, but it turns out, maybe not. Breaking news this hour. The former chief strategist to the president has been arrested. Federal prosecutors in the Southern District of New York have indicted Steve Bannon for what they say is his role in defrauding hundreds of thousands of Americans in connection with an online crowdfunding campaign known as the we build the wall. The allegation essentially is that Steve Bannon marketed this scheme, this build the wall scheme, collected donations from hundreds of thousands of donors under the false pretense that this money is going to go to build a southern border wall. Instead, what Steve Bannon and the other defendants allegedly did was pocket that money, use it to pay for lavish lifestyles. Bannon apparently was arrested while on a 150-foot yacht off the coast of Westbrook, Connecticut. He was arrested by uh, investigators with the U.S. Attorney's office for the center district of New York and also with investigators with the US Postal Inspection Service. That's the arm of the postal service that conducts financial investigations. I can't believe this. Another Trump guy has been arrested after the Aryan Brotherhood and Latin Kings. The largest prison gang in America might be the former Trump campaign officials. And everything about the story is insane. First of all, Bannon was arrested on a 150 foot yacht. And I know everyone is innocent until proven guilty. But I mean, let's be real. Anyone arrested on a yacht, I mean, you're guilty. Also, they said Bannon was arrested by investigators from the post office. I don't know if it's just me, but I didn't even know the post office had police. Where were those guys when my neighbor took my Amazon package? I can hear you using the vacuum! That's not vacuum! But the best part of this story is why Bannon was arrested, right? He's accused of stealing money from people who thought they were donating to build Donald Trump's wall. Because you know, you wouldn't want any criminals sneaking into the country. And I'm honestly curious to see how this plays out. Because the people who got ripped off now hate Steve Bannon, right? But they obviously really love Donald Trump. But Trump loves Steve Bannon. So I feel like this whole thing's gonna end with Trump getting those people to donate for Bannon's defense fund. But then Trump steals the money and moves to Mexico, which he can get to easily